Uh, Craig, no tuxedos. No tuxedos. <laughs> no, but I got a cravat, so. Nope. That's right. No, we talked about it before this, though. And I'm sitting here thinking, I think it would be a filthy lie if I were to, if I were to dress up. I don't even dress up for work. I barely like, dress up for church. Let's, let me barely, like, um, he barely dresses. I, mean, I barely dress. You don't know what's going on. Let's just on leave off the underneath this. Let's just talk. Yeah. <laughs>
Yes, yes. That's more than you expected. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right, actually. <laughs> Girk, uh, that's more than I expected. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. Well, let me be clear. I didn't send out a broken link. Um, just between that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so let's do this. Um, I'm excited. So we're going to start off with a really fun one um, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed about. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, best movie of 2022. Now, remember I said these first two, not Geek Awards, uh, not really. We're not going to send them uh, an, a, a medallion, but uh, we thought it'd be fun. So, uh, John, let's start with you. Did, did you, uh, did, who, what was your nomination for the best movie of 2022? I can only go with the ones that I watched. I feel like this is the year that I watched the fewest movies. I watched a lot of streaming and was just busy with a bunch of other stuff. I'm typically on top of it and watch a ton of films. But mm. uh, the one that I like the most is probably or not, it's the one that I chose, I should say. The one that I chose is probably, to be fair, the, is one of the last ones that I saw. And so it's fresh in my mind. And mm. that was Top Gun Maverick. The movie was oh. good. Mm. It was good. It was, a, it was a toss up between that and everything, everywhere, all at once, which I got to friggin love that movie. But um I, they don't. There aren't a lot of movies out there these days that are just kind of escapist mm. movies that you can mm. just sit down. It's not. It's not that you can't. You have to, it's not even about like suspension of disbelief, kind of escapism, but just like the movie is just supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to enjoy the movie. And there's not like doesn't have to be a crazy amount of depth or existential dread that you have from watching it or anything like that. Or it doesn't ask a bunch of a lot of really tough questions. I think this year, maybe the reason why I loved it as much as I did is because it didn't. It just said, hey, you want to see Tom Cruise behind in the cockpit of a a schmancy uh, <laughs> plane for real, actually flying around in this thing? Like very little CG when it comes to that kind of stuff? I said, yes, I do. Let's do that. It took me way too long to watch it, by the way. I think I, I, I watched it like over the Christmas holidays. Mm. So. Well, that's, that's fair. That's fair. There's a lot of a lot of shows get watched during then. Uh, okay. I think that's a great nomination to start us off with so top gun maverick uh i'm i'm all about that nomination i can i can take that in wait in uh troy what would you like to nominate uh i am shocked at john mm. to be honest as you should be as it should be um and i also i also may be completely off base and and have my timing off because <laughs> the, the 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 months and years just kind of blend together at this age yes I went. I you know what I'm going to I'm going to uh, cut to a commercial <laughs> because uh, I want to make sure I'm not going to make myself look stupid again. Too late. <laughs> I mean, the cravat is uh, too late. Oh, I was going to make myself look stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, uh, the suspense is real. Well, the suspense you know what's is real. better than suspense. No payout on the suspense. Mm. No payout. Um, Yeah, well... hmm. I was was fully entrenched because for some reason I thought uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was uh, after after the first of the year and it wasn't. Nope. I thought about that or it would certainly be Mm. a fight people for that. That's what shocked me. I'm like, John didn't uh, go for that one. Um, 
in that case, I would probably, I will probably have to say uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So that was 2021. That was 21? <laughs> I, I looked at that one too. I looked at that one too. I was gonna, yeah, like, this is going to take a long this time. Is That's so right, Gert. Great. <laughs> That's right, Gert. Listen, I don't even... We'll let you know when you hit a 2022 yeah, um, one, Troy. Uh, okay, well, how about uh, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron? <laughs> Iron Man? Um, uh, Rocky Four. Willy Wonka Rocky the Chocolate Four. Factory? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've got... Ooh, I've got one I could throw at you that I think you would probably choose. Can I help yeah. with that? Yeah. Prey. Prey was great. It was good, but I you wouldn't say it's I, one of your, not, your top ones. I thought you really, really enjoyed it. Maybe I, maybe I did. I, I mean, I did, but it, was, it wasn't like, you know, oh my gosh, this is the best movie I've seen all year. I right, can't, okay. I, apparently the movies this past year weren't that great because I can't remember anyone. Any of that them. is probably also accurate. I think Fair there enough. was a lot of just like really meh or just like, Okay, I watched a movie kind of movie. I can tell you ones that, that are definitely not. Yeah, I was going to say, listen, our nominees are uh, Minions Rise of Gru, Halloween Ends. <laughs> Still haven't seen Hellraiser. it, so I couldn't put it on there. If we have a Booby Awards, can't uh, can't nominate Halloween Ends. Yes. You're welcome, no. Michael Myers. No, no. <laughs> what about E.T., Troy? That's, <laughs> That's what it was right there. <laughs> uh, well, here, yeah. I'll, no. I think Werewolf by Midnight. I'll, is I'll a, give you a couple moments here, Troy, to, 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 to reconsider here while I'm, while we're I'm, while we're I'm, I'm I'm uh, I'll, Let me do a community nomination, and then I'll, I'll throw mine in there as well. There you go. Um, uh, on the community side of things, uh, John, one that you had brought up that isn't your nomination, um, but everything, everywhere, all at once uh, was nominated. <gasps> Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ed also is mentioning the Batman, which was also yes, okay. on the list. I, I take I take it back. I love Top Gun, but I take it back. I take it back. The ba- I forgot the Batman came out this year. The Batman's it. Carry on. Okay. Oh my okay. god. Yes. Yep. I'm thick, uh, like you, the, the ticking you hear is me typing my, my correction, typing over Top Gun. Sorry, Troy, Tom Cruise. Don't don't Troy, you do you, your magic. Did did you see Morbius? You want to throw that in the throw that in the <laughs> no, ring? No, no, I did not. Okay. I did not. No, but uh, uh, now that uh, now that we have one, yes, um, the Batman. Okay, Ooh, baby. I'm gonna throw in. Uh, I love that. Um, I'm gonna throw in uh, the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, that movie stuck with me, and I love it. Um, perfect perfect movie uh for a comedy like just bizarre as i'll get out super weird um and in a unique way i could not be more delighted with uh the banshees of insurin and anyone who enjoys anyone who enjoys good humor should mm. should see that movie um good morbid humor I don't um, think i've even heard like morbius humor. we we talked it about it bad. remember i talked about it on the uh on the show Back in like no, I know which one you're talking. You're, is it? Yeah, uh, I know. I know which one you're talking. Colin about. Farrell. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that good. It's up yeah, there. Like, would, it's it, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely put it up there. Um, Craig's also mentioning Northman. That was also yes, in my Northman, list of consideration. No. Yep. 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 Uh, the Black Phone is a really Black good phone. one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you guys like Prey? Black Phone. Yeah. yeah Prey. Like was Prey? really. Prey was really good. Yeah. Prey was yeah. really good. But but the Batman. Yeah. I here here's here's what I'm seeing. Ed nominated Batman. Troy, you feel good about Batman. John, you feel good about Batman. You changed your vote. Yep. yep. I Batman was in my top five, 
So in this case, I think we, we definitely started off with the right track because I think we can all agree that if uh, Gilded Geek is going to give an award for best movie of 2022, by majority, it is the Batman. Mm, I'm done with that. Great. See, it's going to be that easy that. the whole See way. That? Look at that. That's done. Yeah, All right, none. cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. It's, it's either, <laughs> make it that bat- money. It, it was either the Batman or Old Yeller for me. I mean, <laughs> Old Yeller. <laughs> Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah. The, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The original. <laughs> the original. I was going to say, like, uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane! <laughs> uh, well, here, let's, uh, yeah, Craig... Craig's right. Listen, the fact that we have yeah. done like four Batman episodes on this show should tell kinda, you that. That is on you. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's do this. Let's move right along. So Batman wins the first award. Uh, let's move on to the other fun one before we dive into our official awards. This is best <laughs> The last TV fun show. one before all the, the, the turds but, come out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. Yes. 20 minutes on a non-award category. <laughs> Are you timing? Are you timing this? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, all right. TV show. All right. So this is, uh, you. Mu- it must have released at least one new episode in 2022. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to start in 2022. Didn't have to end in 2022. Just had to release a new episode in 2022. Um, I see uh, a, a couple things that came up in the community uh, that, 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 that uh, were popular were Better Call Saul and Barry. Mm-hmm. Both of those got some nominations. Um, I thought that was those were good, 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 good choices. I have not seen Barry, but I have heard a lot oh, of good things. Fantastic about. man! I've seen yeah. a couple. I've seen a couple episodes. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's really great. Right. Mm. Well, I like both of those. Chat. You can keep. You can keep rolling out your more suggestions. Um, but Troy, what else would you throw in as a nomination for best? Oh, it has show? to be like you know, father's father knows best. <laughs> Donna Reed show. Donna Reed. Leave, leave yeah, it to Beaver. Dick Van Dyke. No. Yeah. Um, no honeymooner. <laughs> honeymoon to the moon. Uh, I I really 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 loved this past season of Stranger Things. Mm. I mean, I tell you what, that, I mean, it got me, it it fired on, it fired on all cylinders, except for that damn song. Um, It was fine the first couple of times you hear it, but whenever it's like everywhere, it's like super saturated, the pop culture for about a good four week span of time. It was everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. And it's, uh, yeah, it wouldn't go away. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. The, Is it your favorite season so far? I would say it's probably, if, if it's not, it's really close to the top. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I love, I loved Eddie. Yeah. Mm. He was yeah. such an awesome, awesome character. I loved his whole arc. Um, and the, the, the remix of uh, the, the Journey song there at the la- at the end of that last, yeah. that almost the last episode. Oh, it just was like, yeah, when I go into fight, you know, <laughs> a, an evil lich, that's the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's a great nomination. Uh, here we go. Ed again with two stealing my thunder a little bit. Uh, peripheral. Amazing, amazing show on Amazon prime. Um, and then, and or star Wars and or both, both, both stellar, Stellar mm-hmm. nominations mm-hmm. that are definitely in the in in contention. Uh, John, what do you think? Anything on your end? So I had three. 
And mm-hmm. of the three, two of them have been noted. So I will forego those two. The one was Andor. Mm-hmm. The other was uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. series. Just, yeah. man, like, it's not, I didn't have to, you don't, I, I, I enjoyed the fact, it felt like, um, I don't know, back in the 80s, there was a series that Steven Spielberg produced called uh, Amazing Stories. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the same anthology feel as Amazing Stories, Outer Limits. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that are like that. Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Tales like uh, with Dark Shadows. Creep Show. Dark Shadow. Creep Show. What if there's another one that's like, it's not tell, It's not Dark Shadows. It's Well, I mean, a modern Twilight, thing that's like that. But Twilight like, Zone. you know, like Black Mirror and um, yes. Love, Death and Robots are both yep. also Netflix anthology series that I think allow for a lot of exploration into a genre, right? Like, mm-hmm. It was really great. Uh, yeah. So that, that would be, if I'm going to, if I'm going to add anything to the mix here, I'll throw that one out there as a nomination. Yeah. Um, do I have, do I, I have my favorite of the three? I'm going to say, if John has three, I have an extra one. Oh, okay. the old man. The old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen that, but I, but I, I have seen, I have seen ads. So I'm with, good with to Jeff hear. Bridges. Yeah. Very. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me throw out, um, like I'm, I know John didn't like it, but I really thought Wednesday was doing some great stuff. You know, it's not my typical sort of genre um, or my typical type of series, but I thought it was great, um, and I would definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, and I feel like it needs to be at least in the list of shows doing good work this year. Mm. Um, to to put it out there again, though, to be fair. I didn't hate it. John hates it. I didn't hate it. Well, let me say it again for, for, for the nerds in the back. He hates it. I, I didn't hate it, but I hate you. So, mm. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Oh. How, how Wednesday of you? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. No, I didn't hate it. It was just just didn't do anything for me. It was like I could I watched it. And it was in the background, and I wasn't mad about it being on. But everybody else seemed to really love it, and I was just like, I felt. A little bit left out, actually, because everybody else enjoyed it so much. Like, what's the matter with me? <laughs> yeah, um, I see some. I see some more love in it popping up for it in chat. Um, another one that just came to my mind, actually, while we were chatting here, um, was the one on Hulu. Troy, did you watch that one with me? The one um, that has um, Michael Keaton in it. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, dope sick. Dope sick. Uh, okay. I, I watched. Have not watched I watched, it, it was yet. me. I watched. John, that. you watched it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that show was great. Yeah, really, yeah. really good and yeah. horrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I good I would say dope sick. Uh, now I think that actually maybe started in 2021. I don't know if if it carried over, but but but. Definitely one that we found in 2022 and, and really loved. Uh, also, Ed out there with Midnight Club, um, which is interesting. And, uh, man, there's going to be another. I know Shadow Zach's going to yell at me because <laughs> there was a couple of horror shows that he put me on to this year that are new. Uh, Midnight Mass. Um, I heard one that I just watched that. this year. And Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, I think, the first two, and then I just mm-hmm. I didn't. It's not that I didn't want to watch the rest of it. I just 
something came up and I didn't get back to it. Yeah. So it's one of those where you get far enough out mm. from it. You're like, well, screw it. I got to watch it all over again now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, dang oh. it, Ed. Listen, listen, Ed, you were good until you started correcting us and we will not have that sort of behavior <laughs> in our chat ever. Um, that's a great way to yes. get muted. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. No murderville. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So of all that, what do we think that we're willing to commit to for, for this year? I know what my, my vote is. What do you got? Stranger things. Stranger things. Stranger things, baby. Stranger things. Uh, can, can I, can I, can I, <sighs> here it goes. Well, this is, this is going so well. Yeah, go ahead. I'm willing to do Stranger Things, but I want, I want to, I want to, I feel well, like I there's two later. shows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like there's two shows that demand me fighting for them for a little bit at least. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the peripheral is really good. Really I just good. I haven't seen it, honestly. I, I've heard a lot of really great stuff about it. I've seen like one or two, or a couple of clips of it, and it seemed really mm-hmm. interesting. I just never, I got around to watching it. I yes, per, the peripheral was really really good, but it did not have the emotional ups and downs as Stranger Things. Oh man, Stranger Things was that's just a fair so statement. Good man. Um, then, uh, let me let me throw this out there too. How about this? I'll 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 give Stranger Things another boost. That is how many see how many see or shows do you know that on the fifth season season it's still on the uptick. It's a fourth season, thank you. Sorry, Troy. Troy. Yeah, on the fourth season, four seasons in, you're like, oh my god, it's gotten, it's better than it's ever been. And it well, was, and it, and it also did yeah. not sit on its rest on its laurels. Yeah, and tell the same a similar story or the same yeah. story. This was very, very different and had like characters that you were fighting for, like Eddie. Like you, you know get, what? Like, oh yeah, I'll get. Listen, okay, I'll, I'll I'll say then, I'm willing to give it that. And Peripheral is is definitely a show that could fall apart in the second season. Like, it's Amazon Prime that doesn't have an amazing track record. Mm. Um, it could fall apart. So well, there's, there's Netflix though. To be to be fair, so I like I like <laughs> a lot of Netflix stones. stuff. But okay, so so let's get onto Netflix with the other side though. Yes, yes. Like, yes. so peripheral. I had to at least throw a little bit of a, a help that way. But come on, John. I mean, Cabinet of Curiosities it's needs great. to be the winner. No, like I. I... <sighs> Uh, there, like, look, Cabinet of Curiosities. What it was great, but it wasn't nearly as emotionally evocative as Stranger Things was. Yeah, that, that's that's what that that's, that's that ep- the me. episode with with like where Eddie has his moment was so good. There's so much good about it. Like it just they they like it was like they rang out a a, a sponge and with for every drop of goodness that they could come up with, and it was not only was it good. But it was consistently good across every single episode. There wasn't like a swath of fifteen to twenty minutes where I'm like, "Oh my god, can we move on to the next thing?" There was there was there were there wasn't a missed beat throughout mm. the entire season. I like I'm mm. sticking to my guns on this. I know that we have to have at least some contention here. We have to breed like create some friction. But I mean, like this is one of those yeah. where we I just don't to. see where the argument is. Uh, yeah, like that uh, is not it, Bear Droid. I do not appreciate your accusations of this being a nostalgia ploy or mm. play. That is not it. I did not see. I don't I, actually think I, there was that much nostalgic about it. My hackles got raised season. a little bit with your comment of it just keeps on on the upswing. I don't think the last two seasons of Stranger Things have been that good at all. They've been mm. in, enjoyable. There's pieces of them that are entertaining, but especially season three, just 
trudged along, I felt like, and didn't wow. really have anywhere to go. Now, I still like the show. It still has great characters, and it's a fun show to watch. But I felt like season four, while great, was a necessary upswing if they were going to finish strong. Mm. Like, they needed that because I think they were struggling to find a reason to continue in the last. Now, so this is this is me. This is an, a nod to the fact that season four did a lot of work, right? Like it, it's a great season. I don't think that it's been a continuous upswing. I think that season one was the best season on, and season four is maybe the first contender. I, I can see that. that. I, I really love the first season. Well, the first season was also great because it was so different. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, new, fresh. I agree. I, I, I expected. I'm, I'm with John on this. I, regardless of how trudgy season three was or or anything else and regardless of how good the peripheral was there was no emotional investment whatsoever it was a good show to watch yeah but there was no emotional investment you know yeah well look here here's the reality right chat likes chat like stranger things you guys are voting tra- Stranger Things. I enjoyed that, so I'm not gonna fight anymore for it. I will. I will say, Stranger Things should get the win, and I'm. I could be happy with that. So, so let it be written. So let it be done. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. We're gonna award Stranger Things with best show of uh, best show of the year. Okay. All right. So this one is this one is one that I think we're gonna have a little bit of a trouble getting a consensus on because yeah. I think we all watch different or listen to different series, but this is the first award that we're going to give out. This is for the geeks can't other podcaster of the year. So this is really like this show starts with the runner up. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and claim victory here as geeks can't. So this is like, all right, so who was underneath us? Who came closest to topping us for best podcast of the year in the TTRPG scene? Won't you start us off this time, Zach? Yeah. What was yours? Uh, so, so the one that I kind of found this year and really liked, it's new this year, and that um, really I kind of dropped off with a lot of my RPG podcast listening, but this one stayed with me, was uh, the Cartellian Clamor. Um, Cartellian Clamor is the new, new-ish Morkborg podcast with Pele and Johan and gotcha. their crew. Um, and I really, really, really like it. Um, I feel like it's, it's only has a handful of episodes out. So if you haven't listened to the Cartellian clamor yet, um, uh, you're not too far behind. Um, you can catch it on most streaming services. I think I listen to it on iTunes, but you can, I think they're everywhere. They're on Spotify. They're on, uh, anchor. Um, there's only seven episodes out right now, but it starts off with just a, a conversation about, um, combat and what makes combat interesting. There's a, uh, I think there's an episode early on where they talk about tables and how to build like a table of items or artifacts or whatever that's that's useful or engaging and what that looks like. And then one of their most recent episodes, they talk about uh, dungeon design. And I think it's a really unique, I, I say unique, it's a very interesting insight to have, uh, you know, several creators, people that created Cyborg, that created Morkborg, that created Death in Space, all getting in a room together and having these conversations about, you know, game design um, that I just think are spot on and and really, really sharp. So 
to me, that's an e- cartel and clamor is an easy, easy answer. Yeah. Sweet. I came in. This is another, I got an, another late bloomer uh, podcast for me. I came in after everybody else, but they did release episodes this season or this year. Mm. So old gods of Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could count that as an RPG podcast at this point, since it's since tied it's to an RPG well, at were, this yeah, point. They, yeah. Since they released the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, would, good... it would either be that or it would be like Miskatonic University was the other one that I was thinking about. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, chat has a few here. Ship of the Dead. That's Gurks. Um, mm-hmm. That is kind of like uh, Cartel and Clamor, but it's for Pirate Borg. Um, so it's Luke mm-hmm. Stratton. And he's doing some, not just talks about game design and things like that, but he also does, um, he chats about, he chats with creators. So he's got Johan from Orkborg on there, um, but he's got several other um, uh, uh, folks at different times. He sits down with Andrew Kolb, who did uh, Neverland and Oz. They, he sits down with the Alchemy RPG guys. So there's a lot of good interviews, good chats on there. That's a good nomination, Girk. I haven't listened to a lot of it, but I like what I've heard. Um, Girk also nominated Dungeon Masters Dojo, which I like. Those are good guys. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Showering with Sean and Teos. Great. Like that. Um <laughs> Otherwise I love known as uh, some mastering po- dungeons, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lazy DM and the Eldritch Lore cast by Bear Droid. Uh, I appreciate you, Ed. A lot. You, 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 welcome back to the fold, saying that this is the only one he listens to. Um, you know what? <laughs> Even if that's a lie, it's a it's a great lie. It's a good um, lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I, w- uh, I want to yeah. shout out. You know, uh, Bear Droid says, you know, Lazy DM. Yes, uh, Sly Flourish actually. Uh, got the uh, the EN publishing uh, podcast the, 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 yeah. the, the podcast or no the the one that uh, Morris does on his podcast oh yeah gotcha um won the won the uh, the talkie podcast of the nice year. nice and, you know, that's the what what are you going to nominate Troy you had anything you uh, I had I had two um, Dungeon Masters Dojo and mm-hmm. also uh, the Hook and Chance podcast. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah. still, I still, yeah. I still really dig some of the stuff that comes out, or a lot of the stuff that comes out of the Hook and Chance podcast. And the, yeah, the guys at uh, DMD, they're just good. They're they're good people. Uh, and last year they kicked off uh, their actual play, an Acorn's Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've listened to a few episodes of that, and I and I did enjoy it. Um, and they're traveling, they're adventuring in their own homebrew world. Mm. Which may or may not be coming to a Kickstarter near you at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I um I got uh one other one here that I would throw out, and that's Wandering Monster. Um, I don't get to listen to a lot of their uh, actual plays, but I've listened to a few of them. But then um they did uh, uh they did a award show a few months uh, a few weeks ago that we kind of based this one off of a little bit or got inspired by for this one um and i like ian i like charles i like john and whoever else that they have on their show from time to time but um good fellows um good show all the way around um okay so let's have this conversation i think this one's going to be a little difficult um
I'm trying to think about where we had crossover here. Mm-hmm. I think we've heard at least two or three for Dungeon Masters Dojo at this point. Yeah, I will. I will echo support for Sean and Teos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mastering Dungeons has been is consistently a great podcast, incredibly and insightful. The reason why the the reason right. why them and Sly Flourish did not get nominated by me was because they they, they got one and two for from mm-hmm. Morris's podcast. Um, nice. Mastering Dungeons came in second. So Sweet. nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. So. I think I'm leaning with you, John, that if we're going to go by consistency and one that I can live with here, um, I am fine with Dungeon, Dungeon Master's Dojo with the because I'll, I'll add another log to their fire in the fact that um, I think that they do a great job of reaching out and doing some interesting things to promote their show and... Um, Every time that I see their posts on social media and things like that, I'm like, hey, they're doing a really good job getting themselves out there and putting out mm-hmm. good content mm-hmm. in multiple different ways, different links of shows, different ways of showing the shows off to people. Like, um, I, I, I'm impressed by their by their presence um, just as much as their show. So, Troy, if you're fine with it, I, I think I could live with Dungeon Master's Dojo as our. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine All with right. it. Well, uh, I, I love all these suggestions. Um, I'm going to look it through here. I'm going to give Ship of the Dead a little bit more of my attention. Uh, even though it was on my radar, I, I like that it was nominated. And looking into it some more, um, I'm, I'm, down to, I'm down to check that out. Sweet. All right. Uh, Dungeon Masters Dojo wins the first true award of of the year and of these awards in general. So 50 years from now, the dojo will say they, they were where it all started. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes, they will. Yes. Uh, okay. So this is, this is an interesting one. Um, oh, that's a, I appreciate that. Gerk. Um, yeah, that was a lot yeah. of fun. I really did yeah. enjoy that. That interview. Yeah. I think we, we, I think we had ratcheted up our three stooges bit like the gimmick up to like 11 on that mm. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like how yeah. much energy can we bring to this and just completely overwhelm them? Like, oh my God, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so this is, a, this one, I, I, I'm interested. Like we have so many people that we've had on this, this mm-hmm. next episode, this next one is kind of a good segue actually talking about what we just did. Mm-hmm. Um, but this next award is geeks can't guest of the year. So this, uh, this is someone who has came on the show in a live stream recorded interview and or podcast episode during this year. Um, I, I think that there's a couple people that, um, uh, put in a good show. And for me, a good show is one that I can just like, take three steps back from and just let it roll. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, and that really feels like they have good chemistry and I really like a ton of the guests that we've had on this year, but, but one was nominated in our survey numerous times. Mm-hmm. And it was also the one that I was thinking of. Um, so I'm curious to see, so I'm going to hold off on that. Cause I think there's already some consens- consensus brewing. Uh, John, what did, what did you, who did you have in mind? Or did you I have actually had mind? two, and one of the two is the one that you're talking you're about to talk about. Yeah. 
but a very like an incredibly strong like you're talking about like if not neck and neck it's really hard not to to uh, nominate this person it's andrew andrew searles like Mm. that yeah he was his insights every single time he's been on the show um from his work at dnd beyond was just some of the the i was riveted to the conversation it wasn't one of those where uh it wasn't forced at all and it was it was it wasn't just about being fun i just there was it man you want to talk the first time that he came on in particular was the one which blew me away but he's been consistently a great guest we've had we've had been lucky enough to have him on twice wouldn't mind having him on that third time We've we've had him we've had him on more than twice when did we really? When yes. did we have him the, the third time or four? I'm pretty sure we're set at three. What? Really? Interesting. Sure. I must not have been here for this for one of those then. But that'd be one of them. And I know that he was here uh, the beginning of last year, the very beginning. But uh, but I'll hold off on my my second because yeah. I know who you're talking about. So yeah, uh, Troy, how about you? I also have. Well, I have I have three. Hmm. Um. The first is, you know, Andrew. Mm. Um, second is somebody who's in chat, mm. and that's and oh, that's no. Ed. Oh my gosh! Must Look at we? this suck up. Must no, <laughs> for the for the for the same Hang reason. On. For the same Hang reason. On. I'm just making sure that he didn't just sub uh, or anything like that. Oh. Uh, okay. No, okay. He, he he got my PayPal though. Well, he didn't sub. You're gonna send it on Cash App. <laughs> cash App. Uh, cash App. For the same reasons as we, you know, we we you know, you talked about with with Andrew because I agree with all those with Andrew and Ed also has very unique and yes. interesting insights in in how things work. Um, so those are those two. And then, are we ready to say who it was that you're talking about? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So so then I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say who my my third choice was okay so i'm gonna throw out a couple of people that i really like having on the show um and that um i thought were like we've had a lot of great people on this year but two people that stood out to me aside from the i think what we all are going to see is the winner um is uh joe our friend joe who has came on the yeah. show several times now. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like having Joe on. I think it's because uh, Joe feels like um, a family member mm-hmm. in some ways to like, as far as like the geeks can't family or the world of game design family or the whatever family of nerds, like, like Joe has been around from very early on. He's been a consistent member in, in chat from time to like, he'll pop in for multiple episodes during our live streams. Um, and he, he hangs out with us at the conventions. Joe's great. And I like when he pops in cause it feels very natural. Um, if there's a fourth stooge, I don't know that I would like knee jerk say Joe gets that, but to me, he would be one of the people, the, the fifth beetle, right? The fifth. Um, well, he's definitely the, 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 the crazy Canadian uncle. That yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so I'll give Joe some nod. I also thought another person that came on that we had a great time with um, was Jake from Fire Lizard Games. Yeah 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 that was a he lot was fun. fun. So uh, Jake Jake made himself a, a, a fan favorite, a show favorite, a John favorite. I think um, so. Sure. Um, Jake, you get some nods uh, all the way around from that, and for coming driving up to Kansas City to hang out with me at the, sh- at the convention. That was very nice of you. And, um, that, that gives you some kudo points in, in the hopper as well. So, all right. Um, but the winner, I mean, 
It's ridiculous, but we have to uh, discuss it at least first. We can't just like. No, it, I mean the fact this that can't be like Russian elections here, where we just say no. This is, is. I think this is when like um, <clears throat> I think this is when like Return of the King drops mm. at the Oscars, and everybody's like, well, yes, all let's right. just dump all the awards and move on, right? Um, I, Levi Combs is going to get the the win for best guest of the year. Yeah. Uh, wait, no way. That's not who you're going to say. No, who are you going to say, Troy? Puffy coat, puffy coat. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I guess, I guess you have to have one to get the other. So I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, they they come like yeah. It's a it's a matching set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like everybody was great, but but uh, Levi brought the magic, right? Um, yeah. And he brought the magic. Basically, he, brought the puff, he brought the puffy coat. No, I think I think there is. It, it was fun because I think, again, we just had a great time chatting with him. But also, um, I think that if there was one person that popped, the reason that he came to mind for me was I said, which one of our guests would I like to just listen to? Would I listen to their podcast if they were, mm-hmm. if they had one, right? I'm like, I think Levi would be, would, would do a great podcast. Um, and um, I would definitely listen to it. So I want to give... Uh, I feel very comfy giving Levi the win, but do you guys feel like there should, like, I, I know we have several people in chat right now who have been on the show. So I feel like there's some amount of like, Oh, but, but oh. I'd be disingenuous to say anything other than, than, than Levi, uh, seems to be the person with the, I think, the I think Levi lead. was pushing some kind of grassroots campaign for this. <laughs> yeah. Like subliminally putting, you know, some kind of, psychedelics in our Cheerios or something like that to make sure that we voted for him personally, but I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah Levi's yeah. great. I think it's, I think it's yeah, a no brainer. He, he was, he's, he's been, he's, he was such a great a dude, a good dude. And he was a, and he's a, he's a great interview. Yeah. Right. I think that he's, yeah. <clears throat> he, um, he adds so much to the conversation. It's just never a dull moment when you're talking yeah. to him about stuff. That's right. Yeah. Now if you could just figure out how to, how to log on to a website <laughs> and get his camera working <laughs> and you know, all that. <laughs> he could win he could win next year without any other considerations in my book if he could if he could figure out how tech works in it'd be, it'd be uh, 2022 yeah yeah uh awesome all right well levi coombs gets guest of the year uh for 2022 let's move along here who boy all right so uh last of the geeks can't titled one so these are the ones where um we're not really s- they're they're more I was going to say more our branch, but we kind of sub-labeled them as Geeks Can't because um, I felt like they, they, they were kind of stood outside the publishing world and were more in the entertainment side of things. Um, this one I, I we kind of set aside because we wanted an award for, hey, our community finds things and gets excited about things. And this is true of the RPG hobby in general, right? Like a game can be out for 40 years and then you find it today, right? And it's amazing and you want to talk about it and it and you want to play it and yada, yada, yada. And, all that's that's that would be your win of this year if you if it actually came out in you know 2022 so we decided to set aside this discovery of the year category for rpgs for something that you really latched onto this year uh but was not necessarily published this year right mm-hmm. uh troy do you want to start off with discovery of the year well see i i was a little uh... Surprise and shock. A little confused. Is it, if this was if this was for like an actual RPG 
RPG or if this was just a a related thing. I mean, if it's related and you feel good about it, let's let's roll with it. Yeah. Okay. I I really got a kick out of the 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 deck and in, in what's it called again? Deck and dice, uh, death dice of death and dismemberment. We had oh. talked about it. We had talked about mm-hmm. it on the crowdfunding corner a while back, and uh, I got uh, several sets. And it's the thing where you can roll the dice, and it comes up with like you know leg or hand is severed, or you take an, you know an arrow to the knee. You know mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you take get an eye poked out, and just they're like their rules for for it, and and how you can use it in your game, how you don't have to use it all the time, um, and it's just like a little goof that you can do as you're playing to kind of like spice things up. Uh, I kind of thought it grew on me because at first when I saw the Kickstarter, it was kind of like hmm, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do that. I don't know if I. I know. Oh, I remember because it was I was the one that brought it to the table, and you're like, eh, yeah, because I, I don't know how I feel about this. Except I, I, well, I, I felt like I don't want that controlling every hit mm. or mm. everything or every whatever. And after talking about it, it was like, no, I, you know, you don't have to. You could just use it for fun moments and and things like that. And mm. then uh, when I got the sets, it's like, oh, they're really neat dice and. And oh, you get these, these cool cards that come with it. It's like actually, it's kind of fun. It'd be, it'd be it's just kind of a fun thing to every once in a while, you know. If if a character crits, you can have them roll some dice and see what happens, and just to kind of goof around with. Um, it, that was that was my thought. If it was going to be like a, an adjacent, an RPG adjacent, yeah. I like that. I think yeah, that's a great fine. nomination okay. for this category. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's talk about some community thrown out uh, uh, options here. Um, we got a nomination for vast grim, which I thought was cool. Um, and then uh, another thing that our community really discovered, I think this year it's been out for a couple of years, but our community really latched onto it was the alien RPG got a big mm-hmm. push for surge in our space this year. Um, and then another one that came to mind. So this, I thought, so I was thinking about what I would nominate for this and I chose not to pick this for my nomination. But one thing that I did is I went on to my, uh, how to play YouTube series. And I looked at what systems that we, we put out a dozen systems, how to plays, uh, for which system is getting looked up the most this year to how to play this. Cause that to me is a way of discovery, right? Like if they're looking up how to play it, that they've never played it before. Right. Um, the winner on uh, for, from that side, so I'll, I'll give them a nomination. Um, is Morkborg with twenty five thousand, almost twenty five thousand views on our how to play video for Morkborg this year. It far and above beats out any other how to play series that we are uh, mm-hmm. movie that we've done. So lots of people um, discovered Morkborg for the first time this year, or um, or just a whole lot of people that have no clue how to read that book. That's right. Which, yeah, that's how it all started. Um, but even then, like if, if that, you know, the, the number of people that comment on that video and say, hey, now I know how to play the game. I'm going to go play it. To me, that's the win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that. Bear Droid says OSC. 
I think that's a great option, a uh, great choice there. Um, Troy, I don't want to steal your thunder. I was going to throw out a possibility, but let, so, but since, so you, since you've already done it, I was going to say, I think that you discovered uh, the, uh, the Mazes RPG this year, and mm-hmm. I've gotten really mm-hmm. attached to it, um, which I think is cool. Um, I know that system's been around for a little bit, but Mazes came out officially yeah. t- that for it this year and uh um i think that's really cool um on my end i fell in love with uh Simbarum this year uh we i know we talked about it um a couple weeks ago on the show um and i i learned a lot of new systems this year but this that one i think the system was interesting and was doing some cool stuff but the lore man the setting just really sunk its teeth into me. I would read a Simbarum series of novels in a heartbeat. Um, And I don't know that I have ever said that about another RPG setting where it's like, Mm. yes, like I didn't go hunt out and buy a bunch of Eberron novels when I got, when I started running a lot of stuff in Eberron, like, and to me, that tells me that I really love the RPG elements and the themes of Eberron, but I didn't really care that much about the setting or the lore or history as much as as much as uh, I I could have. Um, but Simbrum would be a hard yes for me. Um, yeah, Girk is throwing out Call of Cthulhu um, as something he discovered this year. I love that. Um, absolutely glad you discovered it this year. Um, that's one of my favorites. John, what did you? What would you throw out? Yeah, so I uh, I loved uh, the one that threw me that threw me for a loop was uh, surprised me was um, one that's been out for a long time, uh, and I'm actually starting. I've you heard it here first. I'm starting to cobble together my own uh, the all the all the pieces for it. I, it's too expensive to try to buy it all at once, but if you can get it piecemeal, mm-hmm. Troy, I'm working on Dark Tower right now. Yes. Yeah. The old uh, one? Uh, the old one. Yeah, I've got like I've have about sixty to seventy percent of it purchased already. I was hoping that I'd get have it in time for Winter Fantasy. I could I could bring it and we could oh man we could play mm. it, but like I couldn't I couldn't get all the pieces together, right? Mm. Um and so like I, I had to make a conscious decision. I was like, do I go for the new one, which looks super slick and it's like it's pretty pricey. But yeah. you're probably gonna spend a little bit more if you get all the actual you get mm-hmm. the the original one, but um, I don't know. There was just something about I watched a couple of videos after Troy and I had talked about it, and we'd looked at that Kickstarter. And everything. I watched some of the videos. I was like, "Oh my god, why I, I missed out on so much as a kid not having oh, this." And so I loved, I loved, I, that so thing. I like, it's like I wanted, I wanted to be able to access that. So I, that's uh, that was the one I, I kind of. It was either that or a really close second was uh, fried chicken scented playing cards. So you're welcome. That it was Dark Tower instead, <laughs> <laughs> which oddly enough, with with Dark Tower, is mm-hmm. you know the main reason why I really want to dive into that mazes rule mm-hmm. set. Yeah, 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 because yeah. that's what's going to bat or that's what's going to to is the engine for the Dark Tower RPG. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's, I know that's like super super old, hmm. but I mean that's one that I had no idea about. It. Oh man, like, I, 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 it. It, I completely missed it apparently mm-hmm. so that was that's one that threw me this year and i loved it interesting all right well okay so who 
uh what are we, we gonna do, do this? here yeah, yeah. i don't great. i don't know because i feel like this category since it was for me confusing you know, uh, Simbroom and Vaskrim are something that was released in 2022. Well, Ruins of Simbroom was Simbroom came out, I think, in 2019 or 2020 is when the well, that system really that's, started to address. Yeah, but I mean, you know, because then you got, you know, up above. Yeah, we get into the actual. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so that's why I, I that's why I was thinking this was going to be uh, RPG adjacent. Or, mm-hmm. or or something like that, and and so, you know, how I don't know, I don't know how to, how to even go about trying to. Yeah, so I'm looking through, um, I'm looking through all of our nominations and folk things that people are tossing out there. Um, try to think about, you know, um, Girk. Uh, Girk or Bear Droid and uh, I should say Girk Bear Droid and Ed are talking a little bit about OSE new box set there and just I think I could get behind from my point of view just to keep it keep it organized here like OSE definitely has its roots further out but I started getting into OSE and really started picking up more and more and more books this year definitely became one of the things that I decided was going to be you know, on my list of things to collect and to read and to learn um, in 2022. I could be happy with OSE for Discovery of the Year. Um, but I'll, I'll leave it up to you two fellas if you think that there's um, one that we should consider more so. John, we, we can't hear you, John. There we go. Sorry. Um, if I were to argue it, I, I, could, I could probably pick up one other one. I, I think between OSE and Sambarum are the ones that I'm thinking are like the two viable candidates. But I'm willing mm. to also die on the Dark Tower Hill if I must. <laughs> or the Fried Chicken Playing cards, Hill. That's oh, too. You, you're uh, welcome to die on that hill. We'll let you die up there if you want to. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's I, an ant hill, John. <laughs> I will. I will join John on the Dark Tower Hill. Not necessarily for the old one, because I mean I played the crap out of the old one, but yeah. for the new one as well. Because I'm really, really wanting that. Game. Well, and and I I was very intrigued by the Dark Tower RPG. Yep. Um, which again goes back to mazes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I think if we just say Dark Tower products. I think we got to win here. I think so. I think everybody's everybody's satisfied because that's essentially what it did. It it's, it kind of spider it spider webbed out, right? It's kind of splintered into all different directions. It did. One one made you look for look at the other one, and now you're looking at all of it, going. Oh, do all the things all right um all right well i you two fellows are hardcore into that um and i am i i have a modicum of interest like i backed the turn to dark tower rpg right so mm-hmm. i cannot say that that wasn't a discovery for me uh and that i'm not excited about it so both those things are certainly true so because of that i'm gonna say the dark tower franchise gets our win for 
uh, for this for this ceremony. Alas, poor fried chicken playing cards. I tried so hard. Well, you did have you did have somebody in chat back the fried chicken. Oh, look at that! Thank you, Catherine. Mm. It's wonderful. Yeah. I knew I could count on you. All right, <laughs> I knew I could count on you. So now we get into some really intense ones. Um, last several here, and I say last several. We still got we still got a ways to go, but this one is. I think John, you voiced a lot of excitement for these next two. Um, we started it. This next one is best interior art and or layout. This award mm. recognizes the book with the most impressive interior design released in 2022. And we decided to accept any nominations for digital or that had a digital or a physical release in 2022. If they just had one of those, it's okay. They didn't have to have both. Um, so from chat, we've got, uh, or for, from the community, we got several votes for the one ring. We got a vote for, uh, Intoximancy, which is a 5e, uh, product. And then we got Vast Grim. Um, I'll throw out a couple more that, that came to mind for me. I think that, um, Death in Space has a beautiful layout. I love the, the black pages and the yellow and the pink, reds in it um i thought that that one's great uh, blade runner stellar 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 presentation there all uh, part for the course for free league um pirate borg man like pdf only last year but pirate borg has an incredible visual on the interior what what's uh troy what's some of the ones that came to mind for you oh man see this is one of those i don't again i don't remember when it came out, but I'm pretty sure that there was a Kickstarter for at least something in the product line last year, and that's Vason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their um their their newest one, right? Like Winter's mm-hmm. Raven or whatever it's called, and the um Irish expansion yeah, or whatever. The Irish yeah. expansion, yeah. Yeah. There's there's just something about that art style. It's just yeah. I, I dig yeah, the, that. the mythic Britain in Ireland is the one yes. that yeah. came out with last yeah. week, last year. And that was, I've got that on my shelf collecting dust, sadly, but it's gorgeous. That was, that was one of mine. So good call, Troy. What else, uh, John, what did, what did, what something that came to mind for you for, yeah, the, for me, I had, I, it was between two really, it was uh vason and then the one ring interior mm-hmm. art. It's just mm-hmm. great. It's not, it's not, um, it's not super busy. It's not like, it's not, it's not painted, no oil paints, no, you know, so no, uh, computer generated or anything like that. it's all line art. It's all just, it looks like sketch art that's been, mm-hmm. but the, the, the way that it's laid out, the colors that they use to make it pop. And I think the only, like, it looked great. I think that the way that it was laid out, the only problem, so the one thing that I'm going to ding the one ring on and kind of like why I'm putting vase in above it is because the way that it's laid out to learn how to play the game is not the best or the most intuitive, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so, so, um, you know, I feel very strongly that one ring should win this category. Um, though I will say I'm, I'm thinking about this strictly, um, for, you know, the, the, the description of this award is the award that this award recognized the book with the most impressive interior design. Mm. And I do think that one ring struggles with its presentation of content. Mm. But I think that 
the art is beautiful in that book. Yes. And it is very much in the spirit of what something that I think that Tolkien would have appreciated. It feels very Middle Earthy. Mm-hmm. Like I I adore every single illustration in that. I was just looking at it again yesterday. Twice, twice I pulled it off the shelf yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were just flipping through it. Like it's because I like that book, like it captures a mythos. It captures your imagination when you look through it. Like there are dynamic combat, you know, orc, scary, terrifying dragon things in that book that are really cool to look at and get you inspired for combat. And then there is these really small, like intimate drawings of, you know, two halflings sitting together or whatever that Mm -hmm. are also very evocative in their own way and communicate a style of game that isn't just like, when I was thinking about Blade Runner, I'm like, I think Blade Runner looks amazing, but it's basically the same amazing all the way Mm -hmm. through as an example. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at one ring and I'm like, man, this showcases so many elements. And when I look at the art in that book, I'm like, this is a game that I want. This is the, this is the version of middle earth that I want to be in that I want to play in. So, I mean, I don't know how much more strongly I can argue for it. Pyroborg would be my runner up. Um, and I know Girk likes it in chat there. Um, but, but I feel I'm going to push lean heavily on you two fellas that, one ring should get the win. I will say that if we have to pick between Vason and the one ring, and if we're going to agree on one, and if we're, if we're saying that we're not worried about how the, when, when you said art and layout, I think it's maybe where, where I, why was my sticking point, right? Because the layout, like the design was, looks great. If we're all, mm-hmm. we're just talking about eye candy. Yeah. I agree. There's no, there's no, I don't think there's much of a, I think there's a strong argument either way. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to lean towards the one ring if that's how we're going to use it categorically. If it's not worrying about like how the the rules are actually laid out. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't read that way, but I I don't think it's unreasonable to look at it that way, right? We don't have mm-hmm. to have an agreement. Like I think part of the awards are it's okay that you interpret it a little bit different than I would. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you we can approach it thirteen different ways, but at the end of the day, we we just have to reach a consensus based on. Mm-hmm whatever right yeah i'm down with the one ring uh, if that's the case i'm okay with that i'm okay if that was if that's as intended rules as written versus rules as intended i'm willing mm-hmm. to lean towards rules as intended and so i think that's i, I can get behind that what about you troy you gonna die on the vase and hill uh, i don't have to <laughs> but i, I mean i mean but i want to but i want it's I mean, yeah, it's. It, I I will. I I do think that the the one ring is is a beautiful product. Um. So yeah, I can I can be convinced that uh, that yeah, the one ring second edition interior. Okay, ring. well, and there we go. That was uh, whoo, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> we'll give uh, we'll give the one ring our win for for this year and I'm, I'm happy about that okay whoo all right uh so this is this is the one that man uh this there are so many good entries here so many good ideas and i Best hate you co- that you put this as a category i mean because huh? yeah there's just so many yeah so this one was best <laughs> cover art of 2022 dear lord um freaking amazing um 
where do we even start? Um, one that I'll throw out one that is not it does not get my win, but that I think is awesome, which is the brand Colonia, then the newer ones. Um, mm-hmm. I think they are amazing. Like all the brand Colonia stuff for for five E is stunning, um, but those covers are awesome. Um, another one that again is not going to get my necessarily my vote, but get I wanted to give a nod to was Alien Heart of Darkness, which is the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new box set, just that art is killer. It is. I was going to say it's the best. It, I think it is probably the best piece of art that they put on one of their covers of their alien products to date. Like it's so good. Um, all about that. John, did you have one that you wanted to throw out there? Uh, so I love it's, I don't know if it's fair, but uh, I love the Griffin saddlebag stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the artwork for the volume two is really great for the, the regular, uh, for the for the standard, right? The alternative art for it is freaking gorgeous. So I don't know if I would really, if that's fair to use alt art as, as, a, as part of the category, but between that and then uh, skin job, by uh, the that third by uh, Yandu oh, yeah, 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 skin job, amazing. Head. Like that whole like I love all of that art anyway, right? So you want to talk about seeing that on a shelf? I don't know anybody that wouldn't go and pick up that book and find mm-hmm. out what that that game was if they saw that on the, on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And the line art is amazing. It's the colors are super morkborgy. It's yellow, red, black, and sh- shocker, and white. Um, but the line art is absolutely stellar. So probably between skin job, Griffin saddlebag, and then Vason, and and the one ring. Honestly, the 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 one ring one is just it. The colors pop so well; it looks so good on a shelf, and on my shelf. And um, so probably between those four for me. <clears throat> I don't think I've actually seen the weird frontiers one. I have to look oh my gosh! Place. All right, well hold up. That don't steal my thunder there. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, Troy, did you have one that that came to mind? I mean, there's just, there's too many, really, to even try and narrow it down, it, it, as, as I look at it. Um, I I really, there's something about uh, Never Going Home, the cover art for Never Going Home. It's, it's so haunting. And, 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 and to, for me, haunting and evocative. You can almost tell what it is before you crack it open. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so simple. Well. And that was a that was a series that started a couple of years ago, but really released, I think, a lot of product, uh, as far as I know, this year. So absolutely, yeah. there's a lot of covers to choose from. And I agree with you. Like, you look at that and you're like, yeah, um, I like I mean, that choice. But, I mean, there, there's, there's so many. I mean... All the all the big players, all the big players in this in the uh, in the space have amazing art that they put on those covers, and it's just so hard to for me to narrow down what my favorites would be. Because I mean, you know, I might look at this and say, "Oh yeah, that's so cool," and then somebody shows me something else. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's so cool too. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
Tim uh, said that the the fella Gambit that did the art for his book, Get Me the Juice, did a great job. And I agree. I, I love the like the illithid-like monster that's on that and, and action scene that's a part of it is really, really great. Um, one that, uh, so I'll, I'll jump in with Girk here and Tim, like my nomination. And honestly, like, I was weighing back and forth between a few, but when I came down to it, I thought back to the first time that I saw this art and I was blown away from the very first moment. And that's weird frontiers, which is a long time in coming, but it's definitely a this year product. Um, I think that cover is amazing. Um, I, I have no problem giving that, giving that my vote. Um, now I'll hear. I I agree that there's a million great covers out there this year, but but Weird Frontiers does it for me in all the right ways. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Girk says he's got a signed print of the cover. That's a good one to get a signed print of. Uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, for people at home that are listening, uh, Weird Frontiers has this like Cthulian fellow Cthulian humanoid fellow with the with this green tentacly beard but he is a desperado he's got the the the, the twin revolvers and yeah, that's he's, the one that has like he looks like the like a a western version of davy jones yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tentacles coming yeah down and the cut co- the cover has like all this like splotches and smears of reds and oranges and dark greens and it like man it just killer i like the like the logo a lot um for it like the name of it like like everything about it to me is just and i know that the name he ran into some trouble with but um and and weird frontiers was his second second choice but man just perfect perfect cover what do you guys think um what, what would you what would you it's a tough one like man to this is a swath i yeah. feel like this was harder than the last one yeah, that's tough. Let me think about this for a second. Because we're all over the place. Well, I, I understand why you like the the Weird Frontiers one. It's real. It is really great. It almost feels mm-hmm. like uh like the cover of like a John Carter of Mars book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of like. It's just twisted. An old pulp, not an old pulp mm. novel. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. It's too bad it's not 2020 because then I could have put I would have put Tales from the Flood out there hardcore real quick. That's a fantastic Ooh. cover. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, this is I don't know how we're gonna become able to come to a consensus. There are just like it's all we're all over the place. There's so many different options. Where do we come? What like where do we intersect? Like let's say this. Um, oh man, I don't know. I I don't know. This is tough, man. Cover art's really tough because there's so much really great cover art out there, and it's and it's so subjective. So so let let's define that right. Let's, so let's talk a bit a little bit about that. I think that's a good thing. So let's let's try to narrow down. Like, okay, so I agree with you. Arts is subjective. So could we say, as a proposition, um, that we want to pick a cover that uh, is that, that draws you towards the RPG 
and and also if you know anything about the RPG, you feel like it is an accurate representation of of what's inside, right? Can we at least use that to help narrow down that like we feel like the cover is a great representation for the quality that you also get in the product. Mm-hmm. I could get behind Death in Space if that's the case, because I don't think that really? cover is really, really great. It is gorgeous, like, and it's and it's one of those where everything that it's trying to to be is everything that's trying that everything that it's saying with that cover art. I think that's that's very interesting. That's a solid pitch for that because it's very simple, but it it does tell a story. Yeah, there's there's like a like that cosmic dread, not even cosmic dread, but like the this uh, like I'm looking at it right now, right? They got the foil, co- they got the foil cover. It's very clean. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Uh, everywhere outside of that, this the, like the, the where the, the essentially the square of the art actually is, and even that is it's trippy, mm-hmm. it's weird, it is a little bit unsettling. Well, it's actually unsettling, right? It's like a black sun. Or a black hole that's gonna suck that dude in, or he, or he, either that he looks like he's completely alone and isolated, yeah. right? So this is again goes back to like the if I when I look at a piece of art and I start thinking about things like that, it's like what is it? What is going on here? And I have to, and I like it makes me feel stuff. There's other really great and gorgeous art that's out there. Griffin Saddlebag's really good. It's really cool looking art. That's cool. Uh, skin job does it for me whenever it comes to like just getting my attention. Death in Space, this cover art, I don't know. I I think that I couldn't see it being any other art piece than this for the cover. Hmm. Okay, so I I will not fight hard on this, but I am in full agreement with Ed. I love the interior of this book. I do not like the cover. Hmm, okay. Um I, I think this is an amazing book. Um, I think the cover is too much color. I think the problem for me is the holographic. That 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 color that cover, in my opinion, would look a lot better if it was just red astronaut with a white and black background. But when you have that holographic print, it looks more bright and colorfully and more psychedelic than when you open up the book. Like it's more technical. It's it's more noodly. It's not a super elaborate system but there's a lot of like intricate stuff in there and i think it re like the 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 drawings the diagrams you know the sketches of the ships that are very intricate like everything about that book on the inside to me is very much like does not feel psychedelic and the cover to me makes it pitches it as a psychedelic no but i mean i don't think it's necessarily supposed to be psychedelic though Think, think of like 2010 a space odyssey you know, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like, that's going, that is like falling into a wormhole in your spacesuit, And that's all you've got going for you. Right. You are mm-hmm. untethered. You are naked. You are exposed to the void. That to me is like, that's death. And that's like, I don't know what else would say death in space other than like a, a big alien mouth on one side of it, like coming over to eat him. Maybe. I don't know. And the full, I like think, I think that that's the vibe that I'm getting. It's almost like, it is a bit psychedelic, right? But it's also not necessarily psychedelic. It's just like it's the the weirdness, the the euphoric state of the of being in the depths, of, like some of the weird crap that goes on in space, horrific stuff that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with like xenomorphology or anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. Not to pinch it too hard, but mm-hmm. that's like that's the one that I'm throwing out there anyway. Oh, 
Well, what's, our, what's a contender then? Contender then? What would you What would you bring back? To what would you come? What would come to bear? I mean, like to me, there's been a lot of good ones thrown out. I like to me if this is oh man, I won't die on this hill because it is subjective and I don't own it. Like it's one that I've considered owning numerous times and because I don't own it, I'm not going to die on this, but like weird frontiers to me as a cover is so much better than uh, that one or, or a few of the others. So to me um, like that one stands out, but I'm going to allow it to not be the win simply because I, I can't, I can't back it up with, well, it really speaks to the interior and to the content that's there. Right. Um, Troy, what is there any others that you would throw on the pile or anything that you would feel like rises up to the death in space level that you would want to want to work through? I, uh, to, for me, this is this is a category that I don't I don't really even want to be. <laughs> you don't want to. I don't because I I just don't want to deal with it because there's just too much to choose from. Um, this is one of those categories that for me, it needs to be somehow pre-narrowed down so that there mm. are things to choose from otherwise because it's so to, many variety yeah yeah it, it's just you know what it's, it's a non flip that, it's a non-category flip that book around john i love the back cover mm-hmm. i will vote for death in space Vasencore rulebook. Vasencore rulebook is is a little bit older than 2022 i, I do like it skeleton key um but um I'll vote for Death in Space based on the back cover art. <laughs> I can live <laughs> that doesn't with it. Count, ben. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make you do that. I but but I do. I like the back a lot. Um, I think and I like the logo a lot. I like the spinal. Like when I look at that book, I like everything about it except for the piece of art on the front. And well, I think that's the, I, that. Then that to me, that would exclude it from from entry. Then for you, well, I mean, no, because. Because, because at the end of the day, we're not going to find one that we all agree is the best. As Troy said, it's mm. it's a subjective thing, and it's, there's not a way to do this objectively. Well, how about this then, Troy? It sounds to me like you have one in particular that that stands out to you. He said, he said no. Well, no, you don't want to be involved in it. But what if I like? What if what if I offered you candy to get <laughs> into my van? <laughs> uh, maybe if I can play with Dark Tower. How about this? How about this? Dar- how about Vason, Britain, uh, Britain and Ireland, or the uh, Ireland and Brittany cover? Uh, maybe that throw that out there for you because that was a 2022 mm-hmm. Death in Space or Weird Frontier. Of oh, the three, is there one that you liked more than the other? You can be the tiebreaker, possibly be the tiebreaker here. I would go Vason. Well, damn. I can live with Vason. You know what? I can, I can live, live with Vason also. Because I would rather it, it would- not be <laughs> out of those three. I'm gonna put Death in Space oh, down man. on the third. Well, then you shouldn't though. have said you were gonna be. You were willing to to accept Death in Space, sir. I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there and say I'm gonna call shenanigans on that. But I can also get behind Basin because I, I really love the artwork. Base. Yeah, I love the I, cover, like, I love the cover art and the interior art. For yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was yeah. a close. It was a close shave for, between it and the One Ring. Yeah, and and Ed's also feeling good about that one. So I feel like we're Ed. We're nobody good... asked you, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I think I think honestly that the the new cover that cover uh, for Mythic Britain and Island is mm. maybe their best cover yet. Right, it's got that weird winged black creature kind of hanging up over the the uh, the crypt. Um, yeah. 
I think it's a good, good cover. So I'm happy. I'm happy with this choice. Um, All right. There you go. I can live with it. All right. Only took us 40 minutes to figure that one out. Well, we we dodged a bullet there. We're halfway through. Picking death in space. I feel feel like we got to win. Part two to this award show at this point. No, 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 no. We're going to get there. Because I think think we're going to move right along now. We're out of the subjective ones. Uh, (laughs) That's not true. We are. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So these next two are tied together. Um, We have the, this is the best publisher and best new publisher. Um, so I'd say we discuss we can discuss um, best new publisher first, um, but keeping in mind that this award recognizes a rising star that delivered an incredible product in 2022, but must have released no more than two physical products previous to 2022. Um, Magnum Galaxy Games got a um, got a referral here. Magnum Galaxy are the people who did um, uh, a whole bunch of mothership uh, content. Um, uh, so I, I, I like Nirvana on fire and um, things like that. Dave Kinney, right? Um, uh, Escape from Prison Station Echo and Dying Hard on Hard Light Station, right? So mm-hmm. he's he's put out consistent product. I feel great about him as a nominee. Um, 100% support. Um, another one that all throughout there is another Mothership one that I feel like hit the ground running, which is Spicy Tuna. Mm-hmm. Um he he you know two products that we were super pumped about right out the gate first part of this year you know zine quest 2022 mm-hmm. was um uh knights of lazarus which delivered it is great mm-hmm. and then the other one that hasn't yet delivered i don't believe yeah it hasn't delivered yet in in physical form but he is tied to was orbital debris um which was the kind of like anthology of mothership stuff that's the one you got it. <laughs> That's the you stole the thunder. I was in there going like orbital orbital debris is the one that I would go with. Uh it was created by Terry Herc. I think Terry yeah. Herc may have like may have headed it up. Headed it up. That and, yeah. and I thought about that and I said, you know, I like Knights of Lazarus a lot too. And then if we think about Knights of Lazarus, then you also have to acknowledge that he just put out another one that I thought was great, which was Constant Downpour. Um so to me, like Spicy Tuna his contributions to orbital debris um, is excellent. And well, I, th- I, I think g- the thing that I appreciated about the junkie moon crew in particular is that it was a, cong- it was like a conglomerate, like this, this wide swath. Um, it was a collaborative effort. It wasn't one or two or three people on a design team. There was a, like a design crew. There were a ton yeah. of people that worked on this together. Yeah. I, I, that's one of the things I really I gravitated towards, uh, towards it as for, as part of a, as a product that was, they were offering. Cause there are so many minds that put this thing together. And honestly, I, I, I love what they ended up producing. Honestly. Yeah. Um, who else would you guys nominate Troy? Anybody come to mind there? Uh, there's just, again, this is one of those things where, I don't pay enough attention. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know who came out last year and who, who came out before. Um, so I was, I was very hesitant. I was like, this is not something I'm even going to speak to. I do really, really like both of those two nominations. Uh, out of those two, I would give the nod a little bit more toward uh, Magnum Galaxy only because... I mean, it's my favorite Christmas movie. 
and they did a they did a mothership adventure about it. I'm I'm down with that too because it not only do I I love that they did it. They did it with like there's a lot of balls to just like they didn't. It was completely unapologetic, and yet it didn't it didn't wink once in the entire yeah. thing. Yeah, like it was yeah. it was a, it was a like Quality. a dark parody. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Did you have anybody else on your end, John, that you wanted to throw out there? Those, actually, those are the two that I, that really? I came up with also. So. I was going to say Limithron was a good one. They did Pirate Borg, but I, I, I ended up choosing to not throw them in to a tr- as a true nominee because they got purchased by Free League before mm-hmm. they even released their first book. Yeah. Right? Well, like, and and didn't weren't they doing maps and stuff before? They were doing maps, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. to me, that's kind Patreon. of like... Just because you know, just because they finally yeah. went into a, an RPG Print, book, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm fine with Magnum Galaxy Games taking this win. Same. I'm good with that. All right, let's do it. Magnum Galaxy Games gets the win. Holy I agree crap. with you. I think. Um, the fact that I don't have Orbital Debris yet, and the fact that we don't have the new version of Council Downpour. Like spicy tuna's on the rise, but I think Magnum Galaxy has proven more this year. Mm-hmm. So that's I can feel yep. good about that. Cool. All right, Magnum Galaxy Games gets the win. Best publisher. Now this Easy. is all of them opened up, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't even let him finish. Oh, it's fine. I know what it is. It's good. Do, do uh, we have to right. do this? Do we have to go through the dog and pony show here? We all know what it's going to be. That's we, what this we, is, we, is a dog and pony oh, show. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, then pony away, little doggy. <laughs> so we got some we got some <laughs> nominations in the uh, in the group chat, uh, mm. the community chat. One of them was uh, Alfred Valley, who is a publisher that does stuff on uh, itch, I guess, for the most part, more mm. stuff, mothership stuff, stuff like that. Um, I thought that was cool. I'm going to check that out. Um, but uh, we got it. That was an interesting nomination. Um, Infinite Black as a publisher, which I, mm. uh, is probably tied to is definitely tied to Bastrim, got a nominee. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, John failed his new user. <laughs> um, Shut so, jerk. So, I mean, the one that the one that we all agree is going to win, right, is uh, Wizards of the Coast. So, let's move on. Is there a oh, okay, took a dump? <laughs> I, I read the room wrong. My, my, I that, was, that was the category that I that I uh, suggested that we add to the end of you know who shit the bed mm. in twenty twenty two. Uh, yeah, well, it's like it's like a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, honestly, though, honestly, though, uh, there's two nom. I have two nominees for who should the bet, but that's you know if we want to put that category in, we can we can. No, do we're we're nice. We're a nice show. Yeah, we're, yeah you're to right. be nice. Let's be supportive. <laughs> I, I I don't mind us actually uh, talking I think about. You, this let me, I'll I would, say it like this: what I don't want to do. Is, I don't want to send him an award. But. I don't, I don't want to crap on the creators that are there that I know are super passionate about the game. No, that's, well, that's, 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 that's the main. But reason. that's not who shit the bed. That is true. That's true. true. But we um, know who this is going to. Who, who's it going to be, Zach? Who are we all? What's the name that one, we're on, that's on all of our lips? Two, three, free, free league. league. Yeah, yeah. Free league gets a win. Uh, so definitely got league. nominations in the community. It got my vote. It gets all of our votes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Free League, holy smoke. So let's talk about why Free League for just a moment here, right? Let's just talk about what this year, 2022, they released, right? They released Blade Runner, right? They released multiple great modules for Alien. They released One Ring. They released 
Lord of the Rings role-playing game 5e. They released Ruins of Simbarum. They released, right? Like we could just go on and on and on. They released a ton of stuff for Vossen. Twi- Twilight 2000, Cyborg, Death in Space, Into the Odd. Like all of these things dropped this year. That's a stupid amount of great content. Um, yes. It's, it is good. It's great content, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't just like, they didn't just poop it out. You know, it wasn't just like, let's let's throw something up against the, the wall and see if it sticks or not. All of it was calculated and it's really quality work. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, like, I mean, and it's across a wide collection of genres too. Like they've got sci-fi, they've got dark fantasy, they've got fun fantasy. They've got like, um, eldritch Mm post-apocalyptic. They've got the, um, you know, the, the, the world war alternative history stuff. Like they've got the, weird science fantasy they've got cyberpunk like every genre for the most part they have something in and it's arguably great if not the best in that genre right now Mm -hmm. so yeah dragon bane coming out yeah yeah dragon bane man geez um yeah okay freely gets the win um i'll be shocked if they don't win again this year too because they got a nice slate coming up for 2023 but who knows? Like we could see a surprise sleeper hit uh, roll through, but yeah, okay. Freely gets the win for best publisher of the year. All right, we have one, two, three, four awards left. Um, this one, I really liked this award. I had a lot of fun looking through this. Um, this was probably my favorite award category for the year: best crowdfunding. Campaign, yeah, Ed, best non free league <laughs> category fair. for, tw- yeah, yeah, fair That's enough. Fair. Uh, okay, best crowdfunding campaign for 2023. This is this award recognizes quality in the promotion, presentation, and communication of a TTRPG crowdfunding campaign had to have ended in 2022. Doesn't have to deliver the product, they just have to have ran their campaign in 2022. Um, Vast got a nominee. Let's talk about that one for a minute. Um, if this was had to fight through the muck, best best per, best uh, crowdfunding campaign that persevered and stuck to it and survived, Vast Grim would get my vote. Mm. They were on Game Found. They made the choice to go on Game Found, and by all intents and by all appearances, that was rough for them on a lot of fronts. And I like Brian and I like his company. I don't think it's their fault. I think that that is a, that was a hard platform that they did their best on. I I want to give them props for that. I think though that the platform made that campaign struggle a little bit. So I like that it was nominated. I appreciate that. Um, Whole breach also got nominated. That's the other mothership anthology series that came out right after right before that was the ian yusuf built yeah. one uh, yeah that's, that was one that. of mine that was one of mine that i put out there oh cool i mean that's one of mine that i had also not what yeah I yeah um somebody threw out which i also liked sebastian crow's guide to drakenheim by dungeon dudes mm-hmm. um we liked that one when it came out so um what what, what was another one that you that you liked uh john uh i like grim hollow and uh, I thought mm. the uh, Ouroboros, the Coils of the Serpent, was a really good one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Holbreach was the, easily the one that, that kind of topped the list for me. Mm. What did you think, Troy? Oh, man. I 
I thought Old Gods was cool. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Um, I, I, yeah. I like, you know, pretty much anything that, that uh, goes fire, Grim Hollow. Um, that's always good stuff. Uh, Flea Mortals. Flea Mortals mm-hmm. ran a good project. Yeah, yeah. It did. And, and, you know, the idea behind it, I really, I really dig anyway, regardless of what's going on. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those hard choices. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, they all got my money. So what <laughs> What do you want from me? What else can I say? Yeah, yeah. What else? What, else, what <laughs> more do you want, man? Yeah, Dude, congratulations. It's money. so great that I'm poor now. Uh Look, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back you up on one of these because I, I like a lot of the nominees. But the one that sprung to my mind was Old Gods as well. Um, and here, here's here's part of the reason because I, I thought about like what made their campaign good, right? Um, I thought that the first off the the visual presentation that both the core book and the deluxe edition looked amazing. Like the mockups and stuff that they had of a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff looked good. Like it stood out in a, in an RP in the RPG world. Like they designed some products that were not your normal. Right. Um, I was like, Holy smokes. This is, this is an incredible presentation. Um, I liked that how they pres- presented the Kickstarter page. Like they didn't call it, add-ons or whatever they called it like company store right everything was flavored around their um around the the flavor of the show which i thought was a really nice touch it wasn't just oh here's the like they somebody took the time to think about some of that right and i thought that was great um i also like this this may be sound a little harsh I'm gonna be gent- I'm gonna be gentle as gentle as I can here. I think a lot of the like older companies, like Monty Cook or Goodman, th- people like that, really struggle a lot of times to present a cool Kickstarter that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Their product is usually great, but a lot of times their campaigns feel very basic and feel like. Well, we're going to do it because that's what the kids are doing. I know that there are not that there's a lot of younger people that work at those companies, but but it feels like they're a company that's like, well, we're going to do it because that's what the that's what this generation wants. That's but what we're not going to never like. That's right, but we're not going to like it. Um, and I like I think that this was a really good like, uh, clean presentation, clean campaign. Um, I have a hard time finding anything wrong with it. I don't know. Like that one, that one's an easy vote for me. I'm glad you brought it up, Troy. I like Whole Breach, though. Um, I could support that one too, John. If, if, if <laughs> it's feeling attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you should. You damn kids. <laughs> I think the uh, one that we've all stuck to, although not stuck to necessarily, but I can get behind Old Gods too. I really liked, I liked the presentation. I'm with you. I like the, I like a presentation that is, you stumbled on, onto like a company website you didn't it's not kickstarter anymore you know mm-hmm. I, I like that like it's already it's trying really hard to be immersive already and it did yeah. a really good job of it right so again yeah. pitching without having to pitch so hard it pitched in a, in a way that was like it was trying to to, to yeah. lure you in by saying this is this is what you're going to get 
Yeah. Right. Without without having to look at any of the like reading any of the page, looking at the pages or like the the cover art or anything like that too. So I mean, I can get behind. I'd say old gods. I think between the three of us, that that sounds about like the. Well, listen. If we if we have consensus okay. between three of us, we got to roll with it, right? Well, like, yeah. Old gods gets the win, absolutely. <laughs> Quick, before somebody changes their your, mind. Yeah, moving on. All right, let's go. Oh my um, God. <laughs> all right, so another cool one. Down to our last three. These are our big three awards. Um, these these are the ones that I think uh, you get some true notoriety if you can claim one of these, right? Um, and one might claim both of these boards, just how it flies. Like the, the last two could be the same product twice. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be that way every year, but it's possible. Um, all right. But this first one, best gaming zine. This award recognizes the pint size products in our industry must be six by nine inches or smaller, non hardcover, and delivered in 2022. Now I want to commend whoever, uh, whoever the kiss ass was, you know, I love you <laughs> that, uh, popped in and threw aboard, threw in uh, seven aboard the shackle as a vote. Um, uh, that made me super, <laughs> super happy, uh, to, that somebody threw that out there as our community nominee, um, cleaning a prison station echo also got a nomination, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. Um, I'll start this time and say, uh, one that I adored and this is my true nomination, uh, three die six. I had a feeling you're going to. That's the bug that one. one. That's the insect one by. Uh, was, it, uh, was that 2022? I thought that was 2021. No, that was, that was delivered in 2022. Okay. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. 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 Three die six, man. I, I think that's a great book. Great all the way around. Great little system. The art's fun. The writing's great. Like, um, I have no qualms throwing my weight. I, Girk's, Girk's backing me up in chat. Like, um hardcore i like that book what 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 would you say troy any others come to mind i i kind of go back to the, the the dying hard hard light um just because of what it is it's just it's just cool like that um and i will say you know seven aboard the shackle did a really cool thing with that card mechanic um mm-hmm. and and the replayability behind it and and all of that uh a very very cool way to do something like that in 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 Morkborg. um but yeah i mean there again this was another one of those things where there's just so many damn zines out there so many good ones and yeah. so yeah so many good ones and, and for all the ones that you could come up with that that are nominated you, you know 10 times that you've forgotten that sh- you know and those should be on this list too so I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm going to stick with with dying hard. Dying hard. Interesting. Uh, John, what what comes to mind on your end? Mothership One E. PDFs went out in 2022. It's digital. Maybe not be a physical product, but November 29th, oh. I double checked it. That's out. That's mine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick hard on that one. That was one that. I think that for me, I probably could have, I actually argued with myself on the discovery of the year with, because Mothership had already been out this year, but I've absolutely fallen in love with that system. Okay. Before you continue, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to say, you know, this is just be, this is just being, you know, rules doodly <laughs> that that doesn't qualify because okay. it, it explicitly says, 
must be a six by nine or smaller non hard cover and okay. delivered in 2022. The 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 PDF does not count to so me. You exclude all of the zines that are in PDF all, only. All all of the z. Yep. To, for me, you know, if that's if if you're talking about sizes and well, and soft yeah. cover and things like that, well, you're I indicating. I love. You're indicating a I, print product. Maybe I, the I, digital part is the only the thing that we can stick on them because everything about Mothership is is soft cover and it is zine format. Oh yeah. The only thing that is not is that it's in a box. Well, and see, I was gonna, I, I'll, I'll struggle there, John. I, I, I'm ha- like, I'm not gonna say that. I would has, I'm fine with you nominating it. I would have a hard time with it winning only because they don't sell a non-box set version of it during the Kickstarter, mm. right? Like that, because I, I even checked, I was like, oh, if they just sell it like just the zine, that's gonna get my that one, at least a nomination from me because. I think that is a great book and it, they, they did a lot of great changes and the arts cooler and yada, yada, yada from the zero E version, right? Like there's a lot of great stuff, but the fact that it's only available in a $60 box, that's where it kind of sunk with me. I'm like, eh. I'm not saying that we can't, that, that, that we can't consider it. I'm just saying that was the reason that I didn't nominate it was because it was like box set only. Um, Bonehearts Crusaders was another one that I would throw out there. That's a Christian icon Morkborg one. Um, I know our friend Ulysses ran that. That's an amazing, like, like throw some World War One feel into your, into your Morgborg. Mm. Um, and in a weird, crazy fashion, I love the presentation of that book. I love everything about it. Um, I, yeah, that's, that's a great uh, nominee all the way around. Um, <laughs> um, Thanks, Kirk. Thank Let me throw this out there. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not die, but I'm gonna get maimed on the hill. How about that for Mothership? I'm gonna get maimed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue that it is a zine set. It is a set of zines because it's not. It is selling itself. It, Mothership was a zine. It is still a zine. It is a set of zines. The, the survival guide, the warden's options manual, unconfirmed contact reports. Yeah, that's that is four zines. Excuse me. Five. I'll tell you what. Can you pick? Set. So, so, so uh, in the spirit of, of game, I, I, I'm willing to throw it into the pile of things that I will consider if we're just talking about the book. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. cause I, I feel like it's an unfair advantage to, if I'm going to consider the whole product, cause now I have to weigh in. A whole, there's a lot of cool stuff in that box. Right. Well, well, I mean, if we do that, then really, then I think it does, it excludes it at that point because well, it's, this is an update to the, to the. Because to, the, the, to uh, an update to a zine as opposed to a new, really like a new product, and, and, and it says delivered. The PDFs have been released, but it says has to have been delivered in 2022. Well, that's part of the delivery. For those yeah, that's that are, part like, of. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I'll call that a sticking. You point, know, right? And I, I think the same thing, especially is, in this in this climate. Let me say this too: in this climate of printing and how damned impossible it is to get it to get stuff out there printed. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a, like an, an arm's length of grace when it comes to that. When when does it <laughs> when does it say it's supposed to be delivered? The physical product. When is it supposed to be delivered? As according to the campaign, or because yep. the campaign said November 2022, but they ran into they ran into a publishing issues. Printing like issues. everybody else is. Yeah. I so the other part of this that I'll I'll throw out is like. I would bet money that as nice as whoever it is that 
promoted Shackle uh, as as a book that they liked. Like, if it wasn't for the card system, which Troy, you were nice enough to bring up again, like if it wasn't for the card system, I don't know that that would be worthy of a nomination. But the cards are now an accessory, right? So it's mm-hmm. cards plus cards yeah. plus map plus zine equals a nominee. If I'm gonna if we're gonna accept that as a nominee, then I feel like I have to say, okay, well we can we can let Mothership in as well. Um, but you know, okay. So let, and, let, well, let, but I mean, Ed settles it right here. Mothership is not a zine because he bought it. And he doesn't like zines. <laughs> <laughs> so how about I throw this Mothership's out? out. I'm good with either. If we if you were if we stick so hard on Mothership, I'm good with either hold uh, orbital debris or hull breach. I hesitate for either one of those because neither of those are delivered physically. That's fair. Um, that. I struggle. Again, though, I struggle. I, feel, I know. I feel like that's, I know. I feel like it's unfair it is, to the public. It, it's unfair. Publishing. It's unfair. But they'll get nominated this next year, then, right? Like that's that's know? where I'm sitting at with that. Or will is we like, forget about it by then? Is it that? Well, well, I don't know. But I, depends yeah. on if something better comes along. That's right. I, 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 I for the for this this is a big category for me. Sure. And I really want to like. I'm not saying they're disqualified. I'm just saying that I have a hard time giving them the win without being able to hold it in my hands. The thing here's the thing, though. If they if they ran the Kickstarter in 2021, it's really easy for them to get it. Not really easy, but like, yeah, it's more feasible for it to have actually yeah. released, released in 2022. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Even so if they not... said that it was going to be released in 2021, right? It just so happened that like, I think everybody's suffering from the same thing. Yes. And I think that like, it, absolutely order, true. Like, I think it would. What is fair. I'm not or what's fair, but things what seems the most reasonable to me is that you base it off of what their projected release date was, as opposed to what their actual release date is. Ooh. If they've got, if they get the PDF out in addition, I if the PDF I is out, I I, right. I I feel like it's one of those things where you know it, the way it's well, written, it says it must be delivered in 2022. Everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. That's what happens. If if it's if it's that good. It'll carry through for for the year that it does get delivered. Is how I, I look it, at it. Well, I, I'm not sure that it creates a level playing field, though. Is what I'm getting at. It's like whether it's small publishers that have a hard time getting, like that actually get get printers to give them any notice because they're it's too small, or if it's a really it's like a huge or a initiative. Chat, or a what do you guys think? Like it was for, for mothers. Yeah, chat, you're out there talking. What do you say? Between, well, let's do this. Mothership. Or what's what were the other? What else? What is Mothership really going up against here? First off, or are we just uh, trying I mean, to determine whether three or not Mothership six, is even a contender? Three die six is is one that I feel very strongly should have a consideration here. Like that's a good book. It's a really good book, and it's a single creator, right? He did the art, he did the game design, he did the writing. Like that, mm-hmm. that gives it a big weight in my in my mind. Um, I'm willing to hear other pitch uh, like like if you guys want to throw some other stuff out there I'm willing to 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 consider but that's that's where I'm sitting. Okay. Well, like it's really it's really two questions that we're asking chat right now. We're asking them does mothership even get considered based on the criteria? And then if it and then if it does get considered what are we saying between Mothership and Three Die Six? Because I'm with you. I like Three Die Six, but but I love Mothership. All all I'm saying about the criteria, and it's not because I'm against Mothership at all. It's I like you're not. to me, if if you put criteria down, 
that's the criteria. You don't you don't give you don't give uh, allowances for 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 this or for that because mm. just because it is what it is. It's not it's not like them not being able to be nominated for this. You know, is going to destroy their whole uh, you know game line <laughs> and all this stuff. You know, this is just a goof. So that's why that's why I say if it's criteria, that's that's where it sets it. it you, you don't you don't get to fudge one way or the other, hmm. and if not, then hmm. we just rewrite the criteria. Hmm. Girk says it's got to be a physical zine. Ooh, that cuts out a lot of other zine creators. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's let's let's. Then let's you know commit. what? Then next year we have best digital product. Yeah, we will add that to the we'll add that to the list. <sighs> All right. So if we're gonna do, if we're gonna live to that, right? This can be listen, and here I'm content and will not be butthurt about two ver, two against one on this one. If the two of you say three die six, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I have to say anyway. Uh, or it does. You think John? Or what do you think, Troy? What can we give it to? <laughs> Girk says, "Why are you letting me decide?" Because you're the one, <laughs> you're the one that answered. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Well. Who's running this show anyway? We do. The, the, I don't know. The inmates. That's who. The inmates. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> um, I would like to also note that three die six was supposed to have been delivered in twenty in June of twenty twenty one. But I'm going to yeah. leave it at that. But it came know. out. It came. But it did come out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, with a physical sure. product. That's so that true. that fits that criteria. That's right. All right, I feel so like I'm playing with the rules lawyer at the table right now. Well, <laughs> excuse me, but uh, I believe that uh, you have to have so many head dice in order for this to work. Yeah. <laughs> What are we saying? What are we saying? Excuse I me, sir. I think. I, excuse, excuse me. me. Um, pardon your, pardon yourself, sir. Um, excuse me, sir. But uh, hang on. I think you're. Uh... <laughs> you need Andrew, sir, 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 sir. Um, uh, well, if, it sounds if, to me like three die six has got it by by default, and I'm okay with that. It's okay. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll put my stamp on it too. It, it is a it, look. I think either, easy, the reason listen, why it's easy for you know me it, was, it, it was, is a great product. It and, was, and everything that you're saying makes sense. It was nominated from the community. Community. It was nominated also by Zach. It's a cool thing. Um, yep. And John is just stupid, so everybody ignore John. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's right. Well, great. I was like, we all agree. So let's just move great. on. Three dice. You got it. It's the win. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. We we all agree. That's mm. that's what we want here. All right. Last <laughs> we all last agree. two. Last two awards. So uh, I really think that when I sat down for these, so these last two are best product of best RPG product of the year and best crowdfunded RPG product of the year. Right. Um, The, when I went to look, most of the things that I would have voted for, for best product of the year were also crowdfunded, not everyone, but most of them. So I think we're going to get a lot of carry over here, which is probably, and I'm okay with us having the same one winning both, if that's what we end up feeling mm-hmm. like. Um, but let's start with best crowdfunded product. So this award recognizes the best gaming product that was crowdfunded and delivered by any product must have been delivered in 2022, but could have been crowdfunded in previous years. Again, we are saying we will consider anything that was released digitally or physically on this one. Um, mm. So yeah, digitally mm. or physically. Mm. Um <laughs> So, let's see. Uh, nominees from the community: Mouse Ritter, 
got uh, some nominees. Pirate Borg got some nominees. Return to Dark Tower got some nominees. Clean Net Prison Station Echo. Vast Grim. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, Troy, what, what was something that came to mind for you for best crowdfunded RPG book? Return to Dark Tower. Return to Dark mm. Tower. Yeah, I mean, because, again, that hit my nostalgia buttons. Um, checking it out at Origins was just, oh, so freaking cool. Um, I, I want it so bad. And I want all the expansions mm. and all the, all, the, all the fun things that come with it. Um, so, yeah. It's just one of those things where it's, uh, I want I want Return of Dark Tower. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Okay. Dark Tower Return to Dark Tower getting a couple votes right off the bat. Um, John, what what's that got to you? I'm gonna rep Janine. And I'm and I'm gonna share her her affection for this game. Uh Brindlewood Bay. Cozy Murder mm. Mysteries RPG. See mm. dang it. Yep. It's so freaking good. Like I I shouldn't like it as much as I do, but I like I got I got it as as kind of a goof. I'm like, well, that's cool. I'll run it for like my daughter and my wife and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, I want to play. Mm-hmm. Is that like I I want I want to do that. That's a great game. It's like it's really really good. And we're not talking about like hitting but I don't even I'm not into like Golden Girls, Matlock or anything like that at all. But I Yet. I yet but like give me time and i'll be wearing cardigans that's before i right. know it that's right that's right uh playing polo with my buds um <laughs> yeah brindlewood bay but i'll tell you what uh i could easily be swayed by dark return to dark tower that's like super super cool it is a it's an it is an uh, awesome but there's a physical a physical interactivity to it that you just can't replicate virtually Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like this really awesome marriage between the technical world that we're moving into and the analog that we've come out of. And there's mm. this, like this, this, te- this bridge between the two worlds is really, really cool. It marries up really well. And I think that it, it taps into the nostalgia bug and it satisfies like the, the old heads out there that are, that are into like into the, the analog mm-hmm. more. And it also, the, the generation that's coming up that like, it's it's got all the bells and whistles. It's got bells and whistles that they're familiar with and that they like to keep their attention and to kind of pull them into the game. So, like I said, I could I could go either way with this one, but I mean, I, yeah. I let me. So I like Mouse Ritter as a, a nominee. Um, I like Prison Station Echo as a nominee. Um, we I mean we already gave Magnum Galaxy an award for best new publisher, so it makes sense that one of their products would be sneaking into best products, right? Mm-hmm. Um. To me, and Vaskrim, Vaskrim came out, um, and you know, like I said, they persevered throughout challenging um, uh, delivery. Um, so I and I really like that book. Pirate Borg for me was a great campaign, great by some grant, great people, and they cranked out a great product. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pirate, like I like Return to Dark Tower, and I think you're swaying me over there, John. Mm-hmm. Um. Pirate Borg really stuck in my craw as like, this is a cool product. They, he, he had some cool um, stretch goals on that one. Some cool reward tiers, like doing a solo play zine mm-hmm. as a, as a thing doing, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff on that product. Um, and that kick, that was a Kickstarter done right um, by and large. So, but you know what? 
I'm going to keep this simple. Let's do Return to Dark Tower. All right. Yeah. Look at that. I think it, like, out of nowhere, Return to Dark Tower kind of appeared this year as a Kickstarter, and it was so cool. When we looked at it, I mean, I was like, this is amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, cool. So All right. If you're out there, just know that I tried. And the, <laughs> yeah. And the, and the fact to me that you know, the, the Return to Dark Tower is crossing gaming genres you know you've yeah. got yeah. The, the board game with the electronic yeah. device and you've got the yeah. the rpg yeah. coming out it's just mm-hmm. all right well that was way super easy let's move in to our finale uh holy smokes this has been a long stream folks two hours almost right at the money uh best gaming product of the year this award recognized the best gaming product released by any publisher must have been released in 2022 nominees include from our community polls vast grim one ring 2e pirate borg mothership 1e uh so uh that that's definitely uh up for consideration mm-hmm. uh oh who got code dm of the year not it <laughs> uh not it we'll find <laughs> find out we'll find out in a couple weeks um <laughs> uh but yeah Best gaming product. Um, I love all those nominations so far. Um, I, I I would throw Cyborg out there as like that book's killer. That's an amazing book. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's going to struggle to win. I think it and Vaskrim and Pyroborg are all going to kind of struggle only for the fact that all three of them came out in the last year. Yep, and they all are great, but they all are derivative of the same thing. So. You pull my heartstring in several different directions, which for any in a, any other time would be just a good thing. But in this case, I'm pulled three different directions there. Maybe it's easier mm-hmm. for me to just dip into a different water. Yeah. Um, I like a, a couple of others that came to mind. I like the Blade Runner stuff for this best gaming product. I do think that it also suffers from being super close to and feel to the Alien products that they put out. Yeah. So As intended. In that, as intended, right. but I, again, I, I was just like, ah, I feel like, again, it's, I don't know. Um, the Zweihander starter kit came out this year, and that's a great starter kit all the way around. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a great nomination. Um, another one, um, I'm really impressed with the Modifius's Fallout um, starter set that came out this year. Um, I thought that was a really, like, it's a really cool presentation. I really dig it. Um, I could, I could get behind that, um, with some, with some argument, with some debate. Um, I know Troy, you got, you kind of got hooked on, uh, maybe I'll steal your thunder here, but to point at your direction, I thought of ruins of Symbrum mm. as, as something that, you know, you kind of piqued your interest this year. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what else am I missing? Uh, well, for me, this, this, award has to go to something that came out that um, is not only is it a great system but it has basically spawned its own uh, m- mini industry within the gaming world and that's Mothership mm-hmm. um, the, the community has glommed onto this thing and has put out so much different kinds of content for it that um, 
I feel like it's just, you know, as good as everything that you just talked about is, you know, as good as all the stuff that Free League puts out, um, you know, anything that anybody else has put out, you know, is great. But Mothership is like, it came from nowhere. It came from, you know, it wasn't a big studio. They put it out to see how it would go. And it was basically, you know, play tested in the zero E version for however long. And even then it was, it was inspiring people to create for it. And it just continues. It, you just Mm -hmm. always see new stuff that is for mothership. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. To me, it's like, it's like the 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 grassroots version of what Five E is. Hmm. Five Five E comes out and spawns this great um, creator gold rush of people that hmm. are just able to do things and take the rule system and push it in ways that the the parent company either can't or could or couldn't. And, and Mothership, to me, is the same way. I mean, they, they release something that's really, really cool and is it provides a toy box for creators. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I like that. I like that as a nominee a lot. Now, John, on your end, um, one that I was curious to see if if you would had considered that I remember you talking about a lot and really liking was the Hellboy RPG. Mm-hmm. Does that have a consideration for you here? Or did it not it's quite it's re- good. It's it's pretty niche, I think. It's it's I think it's too niche to be it's not broad enough, right? And not only that, but it's really good and I like it. <clears throat> but um I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it scales the way that like a mothership would or some of the mm-hmm. other the other contenders contenders. I think that it's it's I'm glad I have it on my shelf. I'd really love to play it, but it's not something that I'm you know, foaming at the mouth to play it. I don't expect, I, I'm, talk, I'm thinking about like broad appeal also. I don't think, you don't have that where you do with Mothership. Mothership, to Troy's point, it kind of, it tapped into the community's conscious. Like this is something that no one knew that they wanted or that was kind of like that people would scramble for. Right place, right time, right people working on it, right mindset, simple. It knows what it is. And it, and it feels it's really easy to make it feel like what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's one of those things where I'm not a huge space horror guy, but whenever mm-hmm. I ran it, you know, I, and I quote unquote had to run it right when I had to run it at, uh, in, at cons last year, it's not like I wasn't looking forward to it or anything like that, but it was like, I'm just going to run a game and it's going to be really fine. And I just fell in love with it. It's a really great product. It just is. Hmm. I think when, for myself, I'm going to throw one out there as an honorable mention. For obvious reasons, I don't think I can vote for it. But I do want to say, like, it's, I'm gonna, I'll, I know that I've, I'll break my rule about Dragonlance already, but, like, the book was really damned good. I think, I think people really need to realize that. From, as a, I think as both as a fan and as someone that doesn't know anything about it, the book is phenomenal. It is, it, well, I was, or phenomenal is probably too strong a word, but it's really good. It's a great mm-hmm. book. It is also a, to me, it's a quality turn that was, from, was, from what Wizards had been producing. It's better than what they'd been producing, much better than what they've been producing for almost two years, to me at least, for my tastes. And I'm also, I scrutinized the crap out of it. And I had really high expectations for it and was terrified about what they were going to end up doing with it because I thought, you know, that it would get 
you know, sacrificed on the altar of blandness and, you know, like being Disneyfied or being safe to mm-hmm. run or safe to play and then having essentially being neutered as a result of it. And there was, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of cut out to, to play it safe, but they did it very surgically. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that, you know, the hands that, that, that lent themselves to putting that together, I think that as, as upset as folks may be at the people that produced that or the, the company that produced it, I am going to throw it out there as like, th- it can be done. It's going to be it's mm. sad to me. That's probably the only product that they'll write. They'll make for, for Dragonlance because I think that they could have, they could have gone somewhere else with it too. And I think people would have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spell jammer it. Don't spell jam it. <sighs> well, well, okay. So, I'm with so Craig well. though. I think they spell jammered it. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you think they did? Oh, I, I really do. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Oh, I mean, wow. it's, it's fine. It, and, and to me, that's, that's as good as I can say. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. There's there's design stuff they did in there that I think is crap. Um, there's the the neutering of some things that they did in there. Mm-hmm. I think is it's like grow a set of balls. I mean, well, I think that neutering is <laughs> probably too strong a word though. I think what they did is like they did neuter it, but they did it through omission, surgical omission, and they didn't say that it didn't exist. They just didn't bring it up because it wasn't quote unquote pertinent to the adventure at hand. Yeah. Everything else is there. Every, like every uh, everything. I think the like the one thing that I just like my eye twitched on was that they used the symbol for t- for Tiamat for Tekesis, and they used Bahamut and uh, Paladine and Tekesis and and uh, Tiamat. Inter- they interchanged them, which I just annoyed the crap out of me. But it was like mm. one little thing. I got over it. The adventure's good though. The adventure's good. The art oh, is I'm great. Sure. Great art. Yeah. Layout just, design. They they sunk money into this thing. It wasn't just like not to pick on Dyson logos. I love his artwork, but to me, it's like when I, I expect a certain aesthetic and level of like and like a I guess financial investment into the art, like the the map art pieces that you put into stuff like that, and that um, everything from top to bottom, quality wise, and, and what they produced was a great game. Was it was a great great product. So. Agree to mm. disagree, and that's okay. Well, uh, so let's look at it. So we've got the, this is the big award. So let's let's make sure we get it right here. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of good nominees. Um, all right, so I think I agree with you on mothership. Mm. Same. Um. I'll feel better about it not winning best game of the games in Zing now. <laughs> if we if we go <laughs> if we if it gets because I, I think it makes the most sense honestly. Yeah, it's had the biggest impact on impact on the gaming community and the industry by how freaking successful yeah. it was. Yeah. And it's just it's a and it's a great product. I think that Pirate Borg is has put out a better product, mm. but because Mothership has the community around it. And the support and the vibrancy there, and it did a killer Kickstarter, and yet like it's firing on all cylinders. It's also it's yeah. also its own thing. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't yeah. an auxiliary product. Yeah. It wasn't derivative. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, so we're giving Mothership One E the win. Then I think that's it. I think so. All right, cool. Uh, then congratulations, Mothership One E. You have won Best Gaming Product, the Gilded Geek. 
coveted Gilded Geek Award of 2022. <sighs> With that, uh, thank you to everybody who threw in their nominations. That was cool. Um, thanks for hanging out and playing around there. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Craig, Mosaic Firefly, Girk, uh, Ed, uh, everybody Bear, else that's Bear been Droid. hanging out. Bear Droid. Um, Judge is in there. Commander Root. Drapsnat. Uh, Moon. Um, Wax2. Ella. Y'all are great. Thanks a lot. And uh, Troy, John, thanks a lot for hanging out. And I guess till Tuesday, we'll see you next time. Play great games, everybody. I'm so tired. Be kind to one another. Stay safe. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook. Give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed. Uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube. And you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.